Hi everyone, Ray here. Uh, here's my sharing for Tuesday, um, Psalm 27. I was really blessed by um, David's song, <clears throat> and I'm just struck by how fearless he is. Um, it says that he um, he says it like three, four times. Whom shall I fear? Um, of whom shall I be afraid? And he even says that my enemies, they're the ones who are going to be stumbling and falling. They're going to be sorry for attacking me um, in verse 2. And in verse 3, he says, Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. And so I just asked the question, what made, what made David so fear, fearless? He's like some kind of avenger that's just invincible. Well, um, I was thinking it's because in verse 4, um, we see that he's a man of one desire. Uh, and another, word, another way of thinking about it is uh, he was a man of one fear. Um, he says, One thing I have I asked of the Lord that I will seek, uh, that will I seek after. Um, and it's just this one thing, it's just to, to see God, to be with God, to be, to dwell in the house of the Lord and to see the beauty of, of his face. Um, that kind of wholehearted seeking of God raised him above all other fears, all earthly threats um, and, and even desires. So I, I realized, I was thinking when I don't fear God and desire him the most, then I inevitably begin to succumb to the nearest and strongest earthly threats and desires going on in my life right now. I think for a lot of older people, for the postgrads, uh, and if you think about verse one, their light or their salvation is money or perhaps acclaim in their career. Um, the stronghold, like in a verse, also in verse uh, one, their stronghold is what they pursue uh, for safety, uh, whatever's gonna validate them and give them that sense of significance, whether it's at their job or from people, even from people in our own ministry, how I do as I serve God. Um, so it could be, yeah, boss, coworkers, or even our ministry group that we try to that we try to look to for to be our stronghold. Uh, for college students, I think the fears and desires uh, have a lot, you know, have to do with our future and career, but also a lot with our social acceptance and drama um, and even romance. So rather than God is my light, uh, there can be a person or a special someone who is my light and my salvation, my stronghold. Um, if I can just have that uh, closer relationship. So I just realized when we try to fill our needs with anyone or anything other than God, we end up still being afraid. We end up being tossed back and forth um, by our desires. Um, you know, and so I just realized the fear of God actually delivers us from all other fears. Uh, the fear of other people harming us, the fear of others getting ahead, the fear of my own personal failure, and so I'm not going to try as much, uh, the fear of my ideal self falling. Um, so I was just thinking, yes, uh, I need to fear God above all else, that that's what actually is going to cure me or deliver me from uh, even like fears of my, my own loved ones getting hurt or sick. I know during COVID times, that's a, a big fear, especially when once you start having a family. So how did David end up fearing God above all else? Again, uh, it was in verse four. There was simply one thing that he sought uh, after above all other things. I think that the focused singular desire uh, has that direct correlation with uh, what we end up fearing in life. If it's God that I'm going to be seeking after to be with him, to be closer to him, to know him more and to inquire of him, um, then I will uh, become more and more fearless and be able to face the difficulties of reality. And that leads me to just one last point. Um, and as we see in verses 11 and 12, uh, David is in a particular situation that's causing him to seek after God. And it's, um, he's surrounded by his enemies. And so he says, you see his desire um, born out of the context of his um, threats and enemies. In verse 11, teach me your way, O Lord. Lead me on a level path because of my enemies. Um, give me not up to the will of my adversaries. And um, so he ends up saying in verse 14, wait for the Lord. And he's almost uh, preaching to himself, be strong and take courage, wait for the Lord. And I was just thinking, it's not in spite of David's real real problems in life that he had this amazing ability to seek God. You know, he's not just some uh, amazing kind of Zen-like person who's able to just um, push out the world. Um, but it's actually in the midst of his real real life problems and enemies. Uh, but that, his, by facing 
the real the real threats of his life he was is, is that which caused him to be weak and to therefore seek God and wait for the Lord and I think there's a tendency there's such a temptation in us to try to um, turn a blind eye to try not to think about just try to escape from our real life problems whether it's our bad character or whether it's something that we're ashamed of uh, a sin or a weakness or maybe some relational conflict we, we just want to like ignore it and not even face it but it's only as we face those things the mess and and the uh, the difficulty of life that we allow ourselves to be weak and therefore really crave a grow in that uh, desire to seek God to be taught his way in verse 11 um, and to receive that kind of a true protection of God's God's grace and the uh, just just the abundance uh, of the gospel that that tells us that we are beloved no matter what um, and we have a home in heaven so um, just really blessed by David's prayer and his heart that he's able to be this fearless as he faces uh, the fearful situations of life because he allows those to push him to seek after God above all else. So let's seek after God today. Have a good Tuesday. All right. Bye, everyone.